Hello friends, welcome to the podcast. I hope your day is treating you well. I am spending this quarter writing my book, which means that we are posting a few of my personal favorite episodes from the last year. This episode originally aired earlier this year, but I'm wondering if you got a chance to listen to it. If you're interested in the book, you can be one of the first people to know when it goes live by signing up for our newsletter list at clubenneagram.com. For now, thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. I am Sarah Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello everyone, happy Tuesday. Today we are talking about what we can and cannot control, but first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today has been working on the side porch of our house. You've heard me say it before, you're going to hear me say it again. It is currently bringing me so much joy. We are at like a 72 degree day here where we live. I saw some birds get like really, really close to me. It feels like you're working in like a wilderness wonderland and it is making me so happy. My thorn is that I'm recording this on Monday and I am looking down the barrel of a highly scheduled week, like three to four meetings a day. Um, This is the only day this week that I don't have a meeting, which I don't typically do for myself, but it was just what had to be done this week. And if you are an Enneagram 7, you may relate to both this one and the next my bud as well, which is that I don't like that feeling of limitation, right? Like my week is so scheduled out for me, it makes me feel restricted. But my bud is that like I'm an extrovert. So the energy that will come from this is so good for me and so healthy. So I'm actually really looking forward to the post-meeting high that I get as an extrovert um, that I have had a really hard time maintaining um, this past year, you know? So these meeting days are actually really good for me. But if you are a fellow seven, tell me if you resonate with that. Like you don't like to have the meetings on your schedule, but you also thrive when you talk to people. You know what I mean? Okay, friends, today's episode is near and dear to my heart as it is one of the practices that has truly changed my life. And I'm not saying that lightly. And it's it's truly giving me so much more joy and emotional freedom than almost any other self-care practice. And that is the circle of control, honoring the circle of control. Now, this theory proposes that we can only truly ever control that which is within the circle of our control, which is, quite frankly, only us. Meaning, I can control my thoughts, my words, my behavior, my reactions, my mindset, my mood, my decisions, and my work ethic, but I cannot control other people, society, or the things that happen to me. Honestly, until I embraced this idea, I would hold so much tension and still do sometimes of what I wish people would do, how I wish they would behave, but now I can more easily catch myself doing that and it honestly lightens my load tenfold, both emotionally and physically. It's just the very memory of the fact that I am attempting to reach my hands far outside of the circle of control to fix or manipulate the behavior of someone else is often enough to remember that this was never my job and I'm taking on way more than necessary to get through the day. Like if nothing else, 
this is just too much work for me to do. So how does this impact our day-to-day -day life? Here are a couple of examples of how it might play out. So the first way that this might show up is when a situation is rubbing you the wrong way or setting you off, meaning you see someone doing something and it's just making you really angry. Maybe you're watching something happen and it makes you feel really frustrated or it makes you feel anxious or maybe you have a friend who kind of always does the same thing over and over again and it's irritating you. You can ask yourself, what here is in my circle of control? I can't make them stop doing that behavior. I can, you know, quit watching them on social media. I can ask for what I need. I can set a boundary. I can take a little bit of space. These are the things I control, but I can't really impact what they do. I can't make them do what I want them to do. So I actually need to do what I can do and release the rest. The second way this can show up is when you find yourself resenting your circumstances, right? So maybe you're start, you're like, I would travel, but I can't because I have a family. And maybe you, there's things like, oh, I would love to do that, but I have a full-time job. So we start to think of these blessings in our life and these like beautiful things in our life as obligations instead of joys or choices that we've made. So we can ask ourselves, what can I control right now to get me closer to how I want to feel, right? I'm not going to leave my family so that I can travel, but maybe I can intentionally start spending a little bit of time alone, experiencing something new in my, my hometown, or even planning and saving for a trip to take by myself sometime. We don't need to, I can't control the circumstances or maybe even more accurately, these are the choices that I made for a reason that feels good to me. Like I have a 40 hour work week job because I value a salary. I value having benefits. I value the comfort and security of having that job. And so actually I prefer to have this 40 hour work week job. And so what can I do that honors that choice that actually was the choice that felt good to me instead of resenting it and still work on within my center circle of control to do more of what I want to be doing in my free time or getting myself closer to how I want to feel. My relationship to my period changed forever about five years ago. I used to dread getting my menstrual cycle. I used to feel like I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do in my life because I, I was on my period. I feel like I had to constantly be carrying around tampons and pads and like making sure that I knew I could access a bathroom whenever I needed to. But that all changed when I started using a menstrual cup. I was able to go an entire day without even thinking about my period at all. If you want period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you have got to try Flex. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and holds as much flow as three super tampons. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any other period product you have seen before. It's basically a round disc with a kind of a soft plastic inside and it's really flexible. It basically folds down to nothing. Really, it's much, much thinner than a tampon is when you fold it down. 
and it fits really easily. You have to change it much less often. And plus you can wear it for mess-free period sex. I'm just saying, your sheets will thank you. Plus y'all, when I was dating and I was on my period, the idea of having to change a tampon at someone's house, no, I, I'm so glad. One, I'm glad I don't have to do that because I'm married now, but like also I'm glad I never have to do that again. I wish that I had known. I wish I had known. Flexdisc also creates 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So yes, you can consider using Flex your environmental good deed. And if you wanna go zero waste and have the planet love you even more, pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it. Like you've been doing this. It's disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. It's velvety soft, completely body safe and lasts for years. The cup, this is my holy grail. This is the one I go for. I love it so much. It changed my relationship to my period. I cannot tell you this enough. You can change in the shower. You can change right when you're, you know, on the, you know, going to the bathroom, whatever you need to do. But it is the easiest thing that I have ever done. I never have to think about my period anymore. With helpful videos, in-depth diagrams, gifts, and flexperts available to walk you through the entire process, you will never go back to products from the past once you try Flex. I would be shocked if you did. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash egram and use code egram for 20% off flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex cup, my personal preference, plus free US shipping. That's code egram at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash egram. Thank you, Flex, for supporting the podcast. The third way that this can show up is when you find yourself giving your feelings away to someone else's behavior, you can check in with the circle of control. Meaning, when you said that, it made me feel blank. When you did that, it made me feel sad. When you took out the trash and didn't kiss me goodbye, it hurt my feelings. Okay, so... In that situation, maybe you have a, a partner or someone in your life who um, didn't think to give you a kiss on their way out the door, that sent a message to you, you interpreted that message through the lens of the experiences that you've had in your life and told yourself a story about what that means. Maybe you're like, oh, they left without kissing me goodbye. This person I follow on social media, their husband always kisses them before they leave out the door, according to their Instagram stories. And so my husband must love me less than that person's partner loves them. And therefore I am less lovable than I thought I was. And he's probably falling out of love with me. And that hurts my feelings. <laughs> so in this situation, we can go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. What's in within my circle of control? I can control how I view the situation. I can ask for what I want and what I need. And otherwise I have to let the chips fall as they may. So I can say, hey partner, I it would mean a lot to me if you kissed me on your way out the door. But then at the same time, I'm going to preserve my own mental health and my own relaxation and my own safety in my relationship by not interpreting that in the worst possible way, 
right? Like I'm going to honor the trust that we've built here, the work that we're doing, the other ways that you show up for me. And I'm going to appreciate those so that I can feel good in my life because this is how I want to feel and make requests along the way as well. So some ways that the inner dialogue on this can look is like if they would just do the dishes, then I would be happier. So when you pause and you check in with a circle of control, maybe it's more like, where can I ask for help? Or I can leave the dishes for later, right? There's no, neither of those are the wrong choice. Maybe you just don't want to be doing the dishes right now and you have the control to step away and that feels good to you. Or maybe you can just ask for help and, and they, someone else can do it for you directly. You know, like you can't control them. You're not going to be able to make them just like as aware of doing the dishes as you are overnight. You can kind of make requests over time. Another inner dialogue that can occur is I'd be thriving too if I could travel full time, but some of us have families, <laughs> right? So when we think about what's in within our circle of control, again, we go back to, I can set a goal to travel alone this year and put in the hard work of saving, prioritizing, communicating my needs, or maybe I can spend a little bit more time alone in my week and make the requests necessary to make that happen, right? It's kind of accepting the circumstance because the truth is you're not gonna probably travel full-time unless a lot of your life changes and maybe you decide to do that but within the circumstances that you're in does it mean that you can't control something you can't work toward what it is that you want so today as you walk through the day I just want you to take notice where do you find yourself reaching out of your circle of control and doing more work than you have to do just to be alive like it is hard enough already to be a person in the world, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a social awakening, in the midst of all the stuff, it's already hard enough. We don't need to like try and do other people's work for them, right? Like that is not our job. So as we wrap up on our conversation today, my food for thought for you is a simple question. How would your life be different if you stopped worrying about the things you can't control and started focusing on the things you can? what would change. Thank you all for joining me today for this short and sweet episode. And as always, it is such a joy to create this content for you. Come hang out with me on Instagram and let me know how this episode felt for you, what this brought up, if it resonated for you or not. Um, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.